Testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, one, two, three. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. I am chafing. I am a chafing. All right, I'm watching the video of the plane that is threatening to fly into a Walmart in Missouri or Mississippi, or it doesn't matter. They're probably the two, they're the same thing. I mean, if people confuse and think that North Dakota and South Dakota are the same thing, Mississippi and Missouri are the same thing, okay? Is that a consensus we can all come to? If North Dakota and South Dakota are the same thing, Mississippi and Missouri are the same thing, okay? But I'm chafing. I am a chafing. I'm I'm the, uh, it is Chafe County. It's Chafe County up in this motherfucker, Okay. I, at Chafe County, I am the sheriff, I am the mayor, I am the chief of police, I'm the town drunk, and I'm the AA counselor. I run the show here in Chafe County. Now, I'm not going to lie to you folks. Chafe County took a turn for the worst after 2008. 2008 hit us hard. Uh, a lot of folks started using them opiates. A lot of them. A lot of street sex. There's a lot of street fucking. A lot of fucking on the road. And there's only so much we can do as law enforcement officials to take care of all the street fucking. There's just constant street fucking. These people, they're like they're like rodents. They're like rodents. They just street fuck all the time. And they only have two hands. We only have two hands. And, uh, you know, one for the penis, take the penis out of the vagina, and the other one to push the creature with the vagina away. There's just too much going on. They're sneaky, these street fuckers, here in Chafe County, post-2008 Chafe County. There's only so much we can do. There's a lot of people who don't have all their teeth. There's a lot of people who are falling, they've fallen behind with their tax payments. The IRS is quite busy here. A lot, of, a lot of IRS agents just roaming the streets looking for the people that haven't paid their taxes. This is Chafe County. Welcome to Chafe County. You understand? This is turn of the century, Chafe County. And I'm the leader. You understand? I'm the leader of this great county. But we're going through a rough patch. We've actually ended all robbery, all thievery of every kind. Armed robbery, grand theft shoplifting it's because there's literally literally nothing to, to, to steal anymore there's no food to shoplift there's no cars to grand theft you know I mean what are you gonna do we knocked out robbery at the source and we're proud of that there's also a there's a vast homeless population but 90 percent of the homeless people in Chafe County are homeless by choice because the houses suck so bad here. And you're actually safer outside the homes than you are in them. Uh, you know. Because of the risk of the roof caving in, collapsing. Right? Getting a piece of plywood to the domer when you're sleeping. Here in Chafe County. We've had our struggles and we're still struggling. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Okay? But one thing that we didn't do here in Chafe County, is comply with the vaccine mandates. Not a single one of our uh, population, our, our residents, got the vaccine. In fact, not a single one of our residents even knew that there was a pandemic at any point. They don't have TVs. We get the newspaper, but only three people in the in the county can read, and I'm one of them. So there, I mean, it's a very simple county, Chafe County. We are uh, abundant in spirit, but we do lack material items and wealth. It's a good county with good folk. Some of them not so good. They fuck on the street. Those are the street fuckers. Call them the street fuckers. The local high school did a play about the street fuckers. And the kids, they did. They fucked on stage. And it was a little, you know, 
People got a little riled up when they heard about kids fucking in front of adults, talking about child porn and all that nonsense. I said, nonsense, let the kids, they're kids. You let the kids do what they're going to do. You let the kids do what they're going to do here in Chafe County. We admire freedom here in Chafe County. We admire freedom and it's windy all the time and nobody knows why. So windy. It's always so windy. I asked my wife, Beatrice. I said, Beatrice, why is it so goddamn windy all the time here in Chafe County? She said, Todd, I don't know. I just don't know, Todd. What do you want me to do about it? That's what she says. I ask her why. She says, well, what do you want me to do about it? Because she knows I'm asking to complain. She knows I'm not genuinely curious as to why it's so windy. She knows I'm complaining. She knows me so well. Grew up here. We're high school sweethearts here in Chafe County. Right? We're the Chafe County Russell Ringlers. It's a high school. The old Ringle Rustlers. That's what they call us. The old Gator. The old Gator Tooth. That's my nickname down in high school at Chafe County. They call me Old Gator Tooth. Say, Todd the Gator Tooth. I said, hey, you watch you watch yourself. You know, there's only a few people on this on this in this county who can call me Gator Tooth. And I kept I kept a close eye on the people calling me Gator Tooth. I go down and I check the boxes. You know? But it was nice because we got a lot of out of town folk coming down here to visit because of the local attractions, right? A lot of the local attractions are street fucking. Apparently, we've made our way onto TikTok, which is a uh, social media uh, platform for children and retarded adults, and uh, they just keep videoing all the all of our. People fucking in the streets, they think, oh, it's so great. Like, I got to go down there. I got to see it for myself. And they go, okay, come down. And they do see it. They do see it. It will be seen here in Chafe County. You come down you come down around my part. You're going to see a street fuck. You might see, you, you see a street fight, you'll see a street fuck. It's a guarantee here in Chafe County because we're, we're simple people. We grow our own, fo- uh, our own food. We don't really, we're not a farming bunch, but we try. We had uh, 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 an older gentleman named William. Lives on 3rd and Main. I know exactly where it is. I've known his family my entire life. Uh, when the supply chain shortage, the, all that shit during the pandemic that they didn't know nothing about, uh, he couldn't buy no food from the supermarket. So people started planting shit. And this William... If you if you can believe this, <laughs> if you can believe this, the man grabs an entire watermelon and digs it uh, a hole and puts he puts the watermelon in the hole and waters it and then is is just absolutely bamboozled as to why he didn't get a watermelon patch. I mean, got some characters down here in Chafe County, which I am sheriff mayor. Uh, town drunk, AA counselor, and uh, karate instructor. I also teach guitar lessons on the side. I figured out how to use Zoom, and I've also been out. Uh, you know, I've been I've been teaching other. You know, I've been teaching people how to play piano over Zoom. It's a struggle down here. You know, it's cold when it's not supposed to be, and it's hot when it's not supposed to be. There's every, every everybody's walking around with a knee brace down here everybody's got an elbow brace and a knee brace people you know people walk around down here with arm sleeves i ask him i say hey jeremy what the fuck are you doing with that arm sleeve he says it's for circulation i said circulation how do i don't even know how to spell the how many k's are in circulation he said i don't know i don't know todd but a doc says if i don't wear this i'm prone to stroking out just like my mammy and my pappy and i said hey you don't worry about no strokes okay we take care of our people around here we take care of our people 
we don't like a lot of outsiders coming in here in the, in Chafe County. Okay, it's important to know that we are uh, truly committed to adhering to tradition down here in Chafe County. We have absolutely no, absolutely no urge to to try to do all the bullshit that the, the New York City folk are doing. Wearing beanies in the summer and shit. It's just absolute, it's just absolute nonsense. You ever known a man to wear a beanie in the summer? Are you out of your goddamn mind, fool? You come down here, we'll rip that beanie off your head. Make a little fucking, make a, we'll make a, make a little shamrock uh, oven mitt. <laughs> Down here in Chafe County. Feel it now. Everybody chafes down here in Chafe County. That's that's the problem. We've got a shortage of gold bond. You know, uh, unfortunately, uh, since the uh, divestiture of gold bond in Chafe County in the early 1990s, everybody's been chafing since. And we made all we made dues from '94 up to 2008, and then 2008 hit. We said, "Shit, ain't nothing else we could do. Just street fuck, I guess." Is everybody street fucking? Everybody down here is just street fucking. They know how to street fuck. There's a way. There's you do it differently if you're doing it on the street. Now, that's something I never understood as a. Man of Christ myself, I never understood stand up fucking. You're standing up and fucking. I said, that's just, it's a fucking, it's a, uh, a quick ride to hell if you ask me. It's a, it's a, that's the bullet train right to Satan's anus. It's a Satan's anus. Oh, you stand up fucking? Oh, well. You know, but to each their own. Down here in Chafe County, everybody has their own do's and don'ts and wants and needs and urges and pleasures and kinks and medical necessities, corks, they call them, they call them corks, but they spell it with a Q. It upsets me when words are spelled the way they're not said. But I have no control over that, and Beatrice is always the one who tends to calm my nerves when I come across a situation that upsets me, but I have no control over. Like, let take, 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 I really hate to get political on you, but take Sub-Saharan Africa. You got all these folk over there in those countries. Sub-Saharan Africa, and they say, oh, they're starving. They're starving. They're starving down there in Sub-Saharan Africa. It's like, well, just move just, just move up then. <laughs> there got to be food somewhere. You just got to go where the food is. You go down, just go up or down. That's all you got to do. Oh, you're starving? Just go up or down. Just go up or down. That's all you got to do. You know, if they need my advice, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy to. I'd happy. I'd be happy to bestow my advice as mayor, sheriff, chief of police, town drunk, AA counselor, little league coach, and uh, 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 local convenience store owner here in Chafe County. I'd be happy to do that. I am an elected official. Don't you know? The people know. Our voter turnout's low. Okay, I can't do this. I'm sorry. I thought, I, you know what? I, I, You know, there was halfway through that, folks. I got the idea that maybe I would just do the entire show. I would do the entire show like that. Like, maybe. Right? Like, it's not a bad idea to just pick a character and do uh, 
a full fucking hour of that character and just just free dick it. Just free dick it. That's an idea for a Patreon show. Um, to just pick a character beforehand and commit to it, get into the character, and just go the hour. Just ride it out. Like, how would this character do an hour on a podcast? It's not a bad idea. I'm thinking out loud, folks. I'm wa- I'm also watching Sky News. I'm watching British News. Sometimes I like to watch foreign news. And uh, apparently, well, it's that's funny. They're reporting on an American thing. Serena Williams lost her match in the U.S. Open. And uh, apparently she's retiring. So she's retired. She's done. That was her last match. She lost. That's a shame. You know, unfortunately, she didn't go all the way. But that's all right. She had a fucking movie made about her father named King Richard in which Will Smith played uh, Venus and Serena Williams' father, which... uh, was the most recent film that he was involved in before he slapped Chris Rock after Chris Rock said something about his wife being bald or... I don't know. I don't even know. I don't remember. That seems so far away, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. But then again, black-on-black violence never really stays in the news cycle too long, does it? Uh, I I am chafing. I went on a walk this morning is the culprit of the chafing. And I did want to mention one thing before I get into the politics. Because, by the way, I've been getting some, uh, some, not a lot. I'm getting more and more messages as the show grows, which I'm very grateful for, by the way. But, um... A couple of the messages, not like super recently, but like one this week and like one like maybe two or three weeks ago, were saying like, oh, I miss when you you would talk about politics. It's like, well, I what do you want me to tell you about fucking politics? Politics is cyclical. Politics is boring. Politics is the same shit every week. It just comes out of somebody else's mouth. It's the same shit. There's not a lot really to talk about when it comes to politics. Every once in a while you get, uh, you know, a story. And I talk about them when it's major, when it's a major story. I, I cover it. And then I cover the political stories that are interesting to me. But I'm sorry, this is not Tucker Carlson. This is not Hannity. This is not fucking Don Lemon. If you want a fucking strictly political show where I catch you up on your fucking news, go fucking watch that. Okay? And what, you're, what you'll realize after a week of watching those shows is, oh, they're saying the same thing over and over. They say the same shit over and over. They make the same points again and again and again and again. Because issues don't get solved in this country, so everybody still has the same talking points. We're still talking about abortion. That was like a 60s issue. We're still talking about gun control. That was late 70s. Right? We're still talking about fucking taxes. We're still talking... The wall. I mean, the wall is like a fucking five-year-old issue. And technically, if you go back to the history of its conception and in the idea of the political space, that goes back to Clinton. We're like 30 years into that. There's a reason why politicians don't ever actually, in this country, politicians in this country, they never actually solve any issues because they realize if they solve issues that are, are you know, uh, what's the hot button issues, then they're going to lose all of their fucking sound bites and talking points that they would use in the next campaign cycle. So they just extend 
and you know they stretch. That's all they do. They're on stage, they're doing a set, and they, all they you know the light didn't come on. And you're like, oh shit, I was only supposed to do ten minutes, and then you look over in the corner, and there's the fucking you know there's the stage director or the club director, and he's saying you know he's giving you the fucking keep going. And you're like, well, shit, I got to stretch. And that's all they're doing. They're just stretching because they know that they need these things to fucking get by on the next campaign cycle. And it's the same, if you notice, it's a different set of fucking issues with a different generation of politicians. Like Pelosi and McConnell. They've been in office for fucking 40 years. Which is why we've been talking about abortion for 40 years and gun control for 40 years. What do you want me to tell you? And by the way, I'm making a big deal out of this. This was like one or two messages over the past like three weeks. But I mean, listen, if you want me to strictly be the newsman, go somewhere else. Sorry. Sorry. What do you want me to tell you? Oh, the the liberals never consider the fact that mass shootings are in gun-free zones. Yeah, you probably know that already. I don't really have to fucking shit down your throat about that. I don't have to, you know, what do you, what? What do you want? You want transcendent political uh, commentary? There is no such thing. Every good point that's ever been made is a, is a point made about, the na- the, uh, about human nature. And if it is even mildly political, it's the human nature and how it impacts uh, political influence. There's no transcendent political points enough with that shit don't fucking message me on fucking twitter and instagram oh, I miss it when you were just talk. yeah 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 okay I'm sure you can find a podcast somewhere where they only talk about the, the, the issues that get you fucking riled up yeah I'm sure I do it myself I'm guilty of this by the way too I'm not saying that I am immune to the fact that People have become addicted to hearing political sound bites and political talking points over and over and over and over again, just so they become more rooted in their uh, what is most likely a completely inconsistent political ideology. I'm not completely immune to it. I just happen to, I don't know, be able to fucking think and know, oh, maybe it's not healthy to do that. Maybe it's not fucking healthy to just hear the same thing over and over. Maybe it's not healthy to hear the same uh, topic over and over. Maybe you need to fucking shut the fuck up about politics sometimes and just think about life. Don't fucking talk to me about fucking... I want to... You know, I, I have this down. It says sidewalk terrorists. That's what it says in my notes. Sidewalk terrorists. I don't want to fucking talk to you about goddamn... I don't know what is it, Biden's giving student loan forgiving student. Loan. I don't want. I, I don't. Who cares? Everybody knows that it's shitty. Okay. Everybody knows that it's a bad economic policy. What more do you need to hear from me about it? Sidewalk terrorists. I was on a walk today. I was chafing. Actually, I wasn't chafing during the walk. I I started chafing only when I got home, but I was on a walk. And I've noticed this because I'm starting to take more walks. I'm beginning to enjoy walks, but I'm taking more walks and I've noticed a trend. And the trend is morbidly obese couples with massive dogs taking up all of the sidewalk and they don't move. They don't move. It, it, you know, they do the thing where the the humans get front and behind each other. But then they they let their dogs fulfill the rest of the sidewalk. So you have nowhere to go. You have to step onto the fucking, the, the median, the, si- the fucking grass median to pass them. And this was maybe like the fourth couple that I've seen. And they all, it's the same thing. It's just a fat fucking pig of a woman and just a just a gargantuan gargoyle of a man of a man and they have like fucking at the at the smallest they have a fucking lab 
today, folks, today we had a fucking Husky and a goddamn, and this is, by the way, do you know how fucking rare it is to see one of these dogs? A goddamn Dalmatian. A fucking Dalmatian. I mean, the, the, Jesus Christ. You know how big those fuckers are? They're ugly, too. I love dogs. I love every dog. I'll fucking, listen, I'll fucking have sex with a dog and give it monkey pox. That's how much I love dogs. But Dalmatians are ugly. There are dogs that are ugly. And that thing is just fucking ugly, bro. It is, it is not okay. It looks not okay. A Dalmatian looks not okay. When we watched the movie 101 Dalmatians, and Cruella DeVille was this evil... I don't even remember the plot line. Was it that she was, like, abusing the dogs? Was she abusing the dogs or, like, not... She was not being nice to the Dalmatians? Wasn't that the story? Well, I don't know what the story is because I'm not a fucking... I'm not a cunt who watches Disney movies after fucking age 11. But if that was the plot line, maybe we should give Cruella DeVille a little bit of... You know, give her a little slack. Cut her a little slack. I'd be mean to that dog too. Not physically, but I'd talk about it behind its back. Say, you see how fucking... I did. I talked about it to myself when I passed it. There's that fucking gross pig monster couple and they're fucking Dalmatian and a goddamn, uh, what was it, husk? I forget what it was. But it, it just, I was like, that is a fucking, ugh. And I know, here's the thing about these couples with these dogs who take the entire sidewalk and make you move and feel no guilt about it. It's the same fucking thing. I know that it's like these couples have the initiative to, Get in shape together. We're going to get in shape together. We're going to go on walks. We're going to eat healthier, which is false. They're going to be fat pigs the rest of their lives, and their kids are not going to respect them, and the the dogs are going to fucking, you know, after a month of doing this, they're never going to take those big-ass dogs for walks anymore, and those big dogs, they need the constant, like, movement and exercise. They need a big place to play and run around, and they're not going to give that to them, and so the dogs are going to get fat, and their joints are going to get really shitty, and they're going to be in pain, and they're going to die a horrible death, just like their fucking owners will, maybe 20 years later, and when their kids fucking bury the dogs at the age of 13, those kids will be 13 when those dogs die and they'll go they'll look at each other it'll be a brother and a brother a brother and a sister sister and a sister something and they'll look at each other and go oh shit this what's what we're doing now burying these fat out of shape fucking uh, you know fibromyalgia diabetes riddled dogs with shit joints bone on bone no cartilage left we're going to be doing this 20 years from now with mom and dad and that's a fucking liberal guess with the years we've got 10 at the least 20 at the most and that's that's the fact of the matter with these fucking pig couples walking around with their fucking big ass dogs you're fat you need to you need to separate your exercise from the exercise that you give your dogs. And by the way, you shouldn't have those dogs. Fat people should not be allowed to have big dogs because big dogs require activity. And I think we could all deduce that fat people in this country are disgustingly lazy and don't do anything. These are not fat people over in Japan. It's not like the fat people in America are like the fucking sumo wrestlers in Japan. Where they're fucking eating 10,000 calories a day, but they're working out constantly. I think we know that the fat people in this fucking country don't do anything. And by the way, again, not absolving myself of that, that negative. I'm fucking 20 pounds over where I should be right now. I'm a pig. I'm a pig. But if you, do, if you notice, I have two cats. And they work themselves out by fucking running around and tipping over valuables and shattering them in my fucking apartment. And I have to sweep them up. And that's that. But they have their own fucking routine. I don't, you know, they don't, they're not dependent on my level of activity. And so if you're a fat pig, why would you get an animal that is dependent on your level of activity? It's not like if you live in New Jersey, you have a fucking, you have an acre in the backyard. Not in my neighborhood. You don't have an acre in the backyard. 
So why the fuck do you have these big dogs? I should have fucking called uh, PETA. I should have called PETA after I saw these two pigs of people, truly sows, boars, swine, walking these beautiful dogs. I should have said, I should have said, this is a a danger because I know that they're not going to keep this routine up. I could see that fucking, I could see it in that bitch's under boob sweat in that shirt that they're not going to keep this fucking routine up. And so those fucking dogs, they're going to live a shitty life. Live a shitty life. Drinking blue Gatorade. Sugar-free. All right. We'll get to the politics. You want the politics? We'll get to the politics. <sighs> Electricity grids, heat waves, energy. It's become a big topic in the news recently. And this article caught my eye. Power company seizes control of thermostats in Colorado during heat wave. Around 22,000 households in Colorado lost the ability to control their thermostats after the power company seized control of them during a heat wave. After temperatures soared past 90 degrees, residents were left confused when they tried to adjust their air conditioning and found locked controls displaying a message that said, Energy Emergency. Excel confirmed to local news Station Denver 7 that 22,000 customers who had signed up for the Colorado AC Rewards Program were locked out of their smart thermostats for hours on Tuesday. Yeah, no, that's a a problem. That's an upcoming problem. It's clear that these people want more control. When I say these people, I mean the government and um, big business. They want more control over individual energy consumption. And it's not going to work well. It's not going to work well. This forward-thinking green policy, however well-intent, well-intentioned it is, it doesn't work, and it doesn't make any sense. In California, uh, over the past few days, they have uh, asked citizens to keep their house above 78 degrees and have asked residents to stop charging their electric vehicles because it's taking too big of a toll on the electric grid. This comes a month after a bill was passed to ban the manufacturing of vehicles with combustible engines or engines that run on fossil fuels, gas, uh, diesel, ethanol. After 2026. So they say, we're not going to make those anymore, but also don't charge your vehicle. We don't have a plan. And by the way, there's no real proof that electric vehicles will be any better for the environment. I mean, again, what what do people think that these electrical plants run on? They run on fucking coal. So instead of individuals using fossil fuels, it will be one plant using fossil fuels for a bunch of individuals. But it'll it's gonna, probably going to be the same amount of fucking fossil. Like, I don't understand. It's not going to eliminate fossil fuel usage unless you can just create electricity out of thin air, which I think we probably could. I think Tesla had... Nikola Tesla had some shit, but they ban- you know they got rid of all of his ideas because Edison knew how to make people a little fucking money. But that's a different story. I won't go down that fucking road today. Um, yeah, we don't have a plan. And if we're not careful, we're going to completely fuck ourselves. And we will, because we're not careful. We're not a careful people, the American people. We're not a well-thought-out people. It's ridiculous. And by the way, this energy, or these this EV shit being actually less, uh, uh, what do you call it, sustainable for, for 
the planet is not it's not just the fucking plants that are going to have to burn shit tons of coal to produce the the electricity but also tire particulate pollution a lot of these vehicles are becoming heavier and heavier with the the uh, batteries that are uh, are are needed to sustain the amount of mileage that people need per trip per charge and so it's it's they're getting heavier and heavier and uh, tire particulates uh, that go up into the atmosphere uh, are, are just as harmful as particulates coming out of the exhaust pipe. So, you know, you couple those two, I don't know if we have a, you know, an energy efficient solution in electronic vehicles or electric vehicles, but, you know, we're moving there. You, you know, fuck you if you don't like it. If you don't like it, yeah, well, yeah, well. And by the way, there's a reason why uh, you don't get a smart home, buddy. Because then the power company can fucking shut your goddamn, it can control your thermostat. No, sir. No, sir. I fucking, my grandpa and grandma used to keep it at fucking like 66 in their house. It was insane. It was insane. You walk in and your dick would shrivel back right up into your anus. Okay, it would literally shrivel into your body and then go out of your anus because it was just that fucking puckered. It was that shriveled. Because it was free. 66, you know how fucking cold 66 degrees is for an inside environment? That's insane. But I tell you what, I respect them because they would have never let a fucking power company dictate how much fucking electricity they could use. Don't fucking... Don't fucking come after me, brother. Dark Brandon made his appearance. Uh, Biden gave a speech, and he had the stage backlit with red. Not a good move. <laughs> Not a no bueno. It was like it was like uh, it was uh, it was a dim lit stage with a like a bright red, bright blood red backlit stage with fucking two Marines behind him. It, I mean, it could not have looked more like a fucking scene from a movie where the evil guy is addressing all the people he's taken over. It's insane. And I don't know who's doing this, but I got the idea, you know, because everybody on Twitter, all the, all the conservatives... On Twitter, we're like, look at this. This looks fucking evil. They don't even know. They're so tone deaf. They don't know. They don't know anything. They're blind. Oh, my God. This is truly... How can you not see that he's trying to take... Blah, 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 blah. And they were complaining about it. And everybody was posting pictures about it. And he... I think in his speech, Biden said that, you know, Trump voters are a, a you know, a threat to democracy, a threat to freedom. And... So all of these mega voters are like, you know, they went on Twitter and Facebook immediately and were like, what the fuck? How could he even say blah, blah, blah? But I think this is, this is not negligence on the Democratic Party. They know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They're fucking with you. They're trying to make Trump say something stupid. They're trying to make a mega fucking, a mega supporter, a Trump supporter, do something stupid that they could put all over the news. They're trying to get the Trump supporters riled up. Right? That's what they're trying to do. Otherwise, they wouldn't have Biden coming out and saying that Trump supporters are a threat to the country. I mean, no sane person, if they were actually not using that as a tactic, as a political tactic, would come out and say that. They're attempting to to make Trump say or do something stupid or make a Trump supporter do something stupid that they could plaster all over the mainstream media. That's what they're trying to do. It's a tactic. And what's funny about the, the mega Republicans is they're kind of giving the energy that the Democrats want. They're upset they're like, how can you not see? And they're frustrated, and they're at, you know they they don't understand how people can't see that this is a person who should not is not fit for that position, 
Although I would argue that even the most retarded of retards are fit for that position because they don't actually do anything. But, uh, yeah, if the if the Republicans are not careful, they're going to play right into the Democratic strategy of pissing off mega Republicans and Trump politicians and Trump himself to where they do something stupid that will give them uh, a bunch of material for the midterms and the upcoming, well, in two years. That's upcoming, I guess. We have long political cycles in this country. We have some of the longest political cycles in the world here in this country. But it will give them fuel for the next presidential campaign. And they're going to keep doing it, by the way. They're going to keep having Biden coming out and saying shit like, oh, Trump supporters, they're they're all racist, they're all sexist. And they're going to keep doing that in hopes of, of a Trump supporter getting mad enough to do something crazy or Trump getting mad enough to, to, to release one of his press briefings saying Biden is fucking stupid and I hate him and he, like do something childish and then they're going to use that for fuel they they're going to they're they're they don't have anything to run on but they do know that they can anger republicans still and so if here's my advice again I I just dole out political strategy I really do I really really do I don't like Trump that much I think he's, he certainly didn't do anything to expand liberty. Um, and I don't like Biden. But I am generous with my political advice. So to the MAGA folks, here's my advice. Ignore it. Don't say anything about it. If people ask, you know, what did you think about the speech? You just go, oh, I didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Yeah, I was cooking dinner. You know, kids, family, whole thing. That's my advice. Don't give them any fuel. You know that they don't have actually, they don't have anything to run on. In fact, they have, they're starting from a negative because Biden's presidency is so bad. Don't give them any fuel. Yes, he's going to do the speech with the Marines in the background and the red in the background. And he's going to say Trump supporters and Trump are the worst thing since fucking Hitler and Mao and Stalin and Mussolini and Pol Pot and Che Guevara and fucking Pinochet combined. He's worse than all of those people. If you could melt those people into one person, he's worse than all of them. And everybody who supports them deserves to be shot in the face. Just ignore it. They're going to keep doing it because they want to piss you off because they know if they piss you off enough, you're probably going to do something that will give them a talking point. That's my... Listen, I give... I I am so fucking smart. I'm so fucking insightful. I'm so fucking insightful and I'm so fucking politically savvy and generous and I'm sharing... I'm sharing this political strategy with you, you mega freaks. And they'll call... By the way, Biden's going to call you a mega freak. I'll, I'll fucking predict that right now. By the end of his term, if he doesn't fucking drop dead, he... The words will come out of his or somebody in his administration's mouth, the, worm, the word mega freaks. And they're going to try to piss you off. Let it roll off, brother. Let it roll off. They're doing this for a political strategy. They're doing this for a political... There's a lot of Republicans out there who think they're fucking light years ahead of the fucking Democratic strategy. They're like, what is it fucking... They're putting this guy in front of a red backdrop? That's fucking crazy. They don't know what they're doing politically. No, I think they do. And I think you're falling right into their trap. Don't do it. Don't do it. For my sake, I'd like to have a little bit of a fun election. I don't want it to just be anti-Trump sentiment. Let's fucking... Let's have a little fun this election cycle. I won't be voting for anybody, probably. But let's have a little fun. Don't fall into the trap. Okay? Don't fall into the trap. Beyonce changed her lyrics to one of her songs in which she used the word spaz. Because spaz is the new... uh, 
word on the list of words that you cannot say according to woke people with glasses that really don't fit their nose. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, who cares? Just keep saying it. Just keep saying it. Here's the, here's the thing about the woke ideology. It doesn't work if you just keep doing what they say don't do. They're not cops, right? Like if you, if a cop tells you to stop, uh, you know, hey, stop raping her. If you don't stop raping her, then you're going to get shot in the face. But these people, these people on Twitter, if they just say stop saying spaz, just tweet back at them spaz, 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 spaz. Like just keep, just do that. And then tell your friends, just say, hey, at tweet at this at you know, SJW Prince, Princess 93, just tweet the word spaz over and over and over. All you have to do to beat wokeness is just not do what they want you to do. They say, don't say spaz. Just go, oh, sorry, I won't say spaz anymore. I didn't realize spaz was a bad word. Did you know that spaz was a bad word? People used to call me a spaz. Are you a spaz? Am I a spaz? Are we all spazes? Just don't, just to, just don't adhere to their fucking thing. That's all you got to do. It's very easy. I think we've blown the woke thing out of proportion. In in sen- in in the sense of how to handle it, you just don't do it. You just don't do it. But that's the problem with people. People are very rarely willing to unite, even though it's a very uh, well shared ideology. I think everybody agrees that there is a an unfair amount of taxes on the middle class right now. And if everybody in the middle class just stop or in what was once the middle class just stopped paying their taxes, what could they do? Yeah, they brought on 87,000 more IRS agents. Guess what? You're talking about tens of million you're 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 getting close to 100 million people what are they going to do and everybody knows this everybody gets this sentiment that if everybody just united and said we're not going to do what the government wants us to do that we would be okay but nobody actually is going to do that nobody actually does it because nobody trusts we don't trust each other we don't trust each other we don't trust our per- the person next to us to do what we're going to do because we're afraid, we, I mean, we're just afraid that they're looking out for themselves. You say, don't pay your taxes this year. If everybody just doesn't pay their taxes this year, then what are they going to do? And they're right, by the way. Again, it's a correct notion. They can't do shit. They really can't do shit. But again, we don't have enough trust in each other to, 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 to you know... Engage in an activity that would would take a unified front to achieve. We don't, you know, who knows what he's going to do. He's looking out for number one. You're looking out for number one. And so, you know, maybe that's the first step in building a revolution against the government. Maybe it's not Bitcoin. Maybe it's not running a politician who's anti-establishment. Maybe it's not... Growing your own food. Well, that helps. Maybe it's not living off the grid. Maybe it's just establishing authentic trust in the people around us and the people who share common interests. Maybe that's the first step. Instead of trying to do all this shit and talking about, oh, if everybody just didn't pay taxes, what are they going to... Yeah, yeah. But that's not going to happen because nobody trusts each other in this country. We're isolated. Right? Oh, does that, that ring a bell? We're isolated so we don't trust each other so we can't revolt because we're not unified. Oh, is it ringing a bell? Oh, the lockdown. Oh. It's all tied in, folks. The more virtual and isolated we become as a country, the less likely that we will revolt against a tyrannical government. And do you know who knows this? 
our tyrannical government. Yeah. So maybe just say hi to the neighbor next time, you know? Maybe when you walk outside and you see the neighbor, just say hi. It's very simple steps. Say, hey, hey, how's your day? How's your... It's great. It's beautiful. Beautiful weather. Yeah. No, I say, yeah, I saw you walking the dog the other day. Didn't know he had a dog. What kind of dog? Just start, just start a conversation, folks. Get to know the people around you. It can't hurt. The worst thing that could happen is you realize that the people around you suck. Well, that's useful information too. Isn't it? Start a conversation. I understand it might be uncomfortable for you to do so. Do it anyway. Start a conversation. It's important to know that the it's important to know the people around you. It's important to know your community. And my guess is that if you start to reach out and start having these conversations with the people around you, you're going to find that you have a hell of a lot more in common with them than you ever once did or once thought you did. And you're going to establish a trust. And if this becomes a trend, this behavior across the country, just knowing your neighbor again, talking to them, knowing where they stand, knowing where they, what they like, what they don't like, uh, you're going to be much more comfortable in a situation where you have to lean on them for whatever you're doing or for whatever it is that you're doing to work. That's how that would, that's how you fucking establish a foundation. You establish trust. How do you establish trust? You start a conversation. You start a fucking conversation. That's my advice to everybody, right? That's my advice to everybody right now. Start a conversation. You see your neighbor, you go, how you doing, brother? How you doing? How's the wife? How's the kids? Oh, Ithaca? Fantastic college. Fantastic. What's the major? Art history. Well, you know, hey, you know. Art, artistic family? No, just the outlier. Hey, you know. You got to have one black sheep. (laughs) Start a conversation. Establish trust in your community again, because guess what? There's going to come a time, and I don't know, it might not even be in my lifetime, but there will be a time where you will have a goal or a, 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 there will be something that is a necessity in your life in which how much trust you have in your neighbor and your neighbor has on you in you matters that is that is the truth that's the truth hey libertarians you don't like government you want to stand up to the government you want to be a, a unified front you don't want to pay your taxes you want everybody to get a gun you want everybody to grow their own food establish trust in your community That's the first step. You'll never have an effective revolution without trust amongst the people in your community. I suppose I'll leave it there. Start a conversation, folks. Just start a conversation. Not with somebody you know you're going to have a good conversation with. Start a conversation with somebody new or somebody you haven't spoke to in a while. Just start a conversation. Establish a little trust. Yeah? Branch off a bit. It's important to do new things. Expand your mind. Right? Get out of your comfort zone. Stop sitting in the fucking house farting out your fucking frozen pizza. Go outside and say hello to the fucking neighbors, you fat fucking useless pig. Maybe if I would have said hello to that fat couple walking on the sidewalk and said, hey, a Dalmatian, you don't see a Dalmatian very often. They go, oh yeah, you know, I mean, listen, we're, we're down 20 pounds, uh, we're trying to work it off and 
we're you know we're taking our dogs for more walks and we're going for runs and it's great and they're they're feeling better and we're feeling better maybe i would have felt a hell of a lot better about the sidewalk terrorists maybe i would have but i didn't do that learn from my mistake folks who knows who knows maybe that woman wouldn't have fucking talked like this Maybe she wouldn't have talked like this. Oh, oh, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. I Maybe she wouldn't have. That's how I assumed she would have talked if I would have even given her a glimpse. She looked hungry and starving for attention that she does not get from her husband. And I could tell you why. It's, it's, it's a physical attractiveness issue. But I don't know that because I didn't start a conversation. So I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. You see, I'm on this podcast not knowing what I talk, uh, I'm talking about because I didn't start a conversation. It's important to start a conversation. Let's get to the list, folks. Uh, kind of funny, big pop culture thing in the news this week was uh, Leo DiCaprio broke up with his girlfriend and social media went wild because... Leonardo DiCaprio has never, I guess, dated uh, somebody once they've hit uh, 25. Or they, she, he's never dated somebody past the age of 25. And uh, first of all, it's like, yeah, dude, he's fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. This people are like, that's, that's shallow. That's hollow. Yeah. Why do you think he's such an amazing actor? He's hollow. He's shallow. He has nothing in there. He can fill himself with an entire fucking persona and character and play it on screen to a T. Of course. He's got nothing else in there. That's why he can fill himself with fucking the Wolf of Wall Street or the Catch Me If You Can guy or Jack from the Titanic. Right? Or Gilbert Grape or fucking Gilbert Grape's brother, that fucking retard. Yeah, you fucking, you think he's a fucking salt of the earth guy? You you think he's a fucking high school sweetheart salt of the earth guy? You think he's the fucking sheriff of fucking Chafe County? You you fucking sheriff of Chafe County? Are you outside of your mind, brother? No. No. We're lucky he's just not raping kids. How about that? You're like, oh, he only dates women from the ages of 18 to 25. We're just lucky he's not dating women under the age of 18. How about we how about we cut our losses here, folks? Okay? But it inspired the list. The list. Things 26-year-old women can't do. Obviously, one of them can't date Leonardo DiCaprio. After 25, you can't do it. If you're a 26-year-old woman, you cannot date Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, another thing that a 26-year-old woman cannot do, use their inside voice after one fucking drink. I mean, God, the it just... With each fucking drink the volume level escalates by like 10 decibels. It's it's a problem. Ladies, figure it out, please. It hurts our ears. Next thing a 26-year-old woman can't do, understand the plot line of any movie or TV show that isn't a Disney production. Next thing, they can't stop talking about their anxiety and depression. There's a thing with women, about 20, mid-20s. They just, it's like they fetishize their own mental illness. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Next thing a 26-year-old woman cannot do, figure out how to act like a normal, stable human being if they're even mildly hungry. I mean, Jesus, I, this, I, I've never understood this. How can men be hungry and act normal, but women get hungry and they just lose their mind? What the fuck is that? What is that? I don't I don't get that. Is that a hormonal? That's the hormonal thing. 
Ugh. The hormones. It's always the hormones. Um, next thing a 26-year-old woman can't do, be coordinated. Drunk or not, they just, they fall a lot. They fall and they bang into shit. They're just not coordinated. They just aren't. Uh, next thing, they can't wait for their birthday. <laughs> oh, is it their birthday month? Well, you're going to know on the first of that month. Yep. You're going to know on the first, the fourth, the eighth, the twelfth, the sixteenth, the twenty-second, and the twenty-third, and the twenty-fourth, and then the twenty-fifth is their birthday. Yeah, that's how that works. Next thing. 26-year-old women can't do. They can't seem to figure out how to get along with their other female co-workers. Never understood this. I've never really I've never had issues with co-workers really. I mean if we have, we'd we've figured them out really quite quickly, like in that moment. I I don't understand how there's prolonged issues between female co-workers. I don't understand that. But they can't. They, it's an issue. It's an issue. Next thing 26-year-old women can't do. Cook anything other than pasta. That is a scathing. A scathing critique of modern women. Yeah. Yeah. Talked about Andrew Tate a few. I tell you what, Andrew Tate would like this list. Yes, he would. And the last thing a 26-year-old woman can't do. A 26-year-old woman can't do what a 26-year-old man could. Fuck yeah. A little sexism to end the fucking pod. And by the way, if you do think that that, that list was sexist, I every go fucking listen to any other one of my fucking lists that shit on men. Don't fucking don't come to me. Not about sexism. Say Zach, you're sexist. Bullshit. You say Zach, you're racist. Maybe, but you're on the line. You're on the edge. Zach, you're homophobic. Fair enough. Zach, you don't like Muslims. Eh? I know the five pillars. I know the five pillars. The five pillars of Islam are faith, prayer, the giving of alms, which is like charity, fasting, and pilgrimage. The pilgrimage to Mecca. See? So I'm allowed to say Muslim in the tone that I do. Because I know the five fucking pillars of Islam. What do you know? What do you know, bitch? You have to pick one. I, I, I'm either Islamophobic or homophobic. Can't be both. So you pick one. I'll be whichever one you want me to be. If you want me to be Islamophobic, then I'm, or if you want me to not be Islamophobic, then I'm going to be homophobic. If you want me to, me to be not homophobic, then I'm going to have to be Islamophobic because the Muslims, they're no fan of the gays. They conflict with each other, apparently. So you pick which one you want me to be. If you want me to be Islamophobic, fine. I'll tell you great things about the gays, but if you want me to be homophobic, I'm going to have to bash the Muslims. That's up to you. Thank you for joining me. I love you all. Um, I think the the most recent episode of, the, uh, of Are You Out of Your Fucking Skull is already out, but if it's not, then it's coming either this same day or the next day. Um, I don't know. Sean had the fucking kid, and so now it's a fucking mess. You got a half, you got a quarter Jew baby running around with a half Jew wife and a non-Jew fucking dad, and it's just a problem. It's just that family's a problem, and I, I might have to take him out. I might have to take him out. I have military capabilities, and I might have to use them. Might have to use them. Thank you, folks, for joining uh, joining me on the couch. Got kind of a weird sinus thing, if you didn't notice. Maybe my, I felt like my voice was a little weird. I, I think it's because of this little sinus thing I got going on, but whatever. 
Maybe it's COVID. Maybe I'll die. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'm stronger than ever. Who knows? But I love you. I love you and you love me and we love each other and we're going to have sex in a minute. But, you know, join me next week and the weeks after and go to my Patreon and fucking subscribe. You little Jewish fucking, you, you, you frugal bitch. Shell out a little money. Yeah. Shell out a little money, a little, mo- uh, a little Molly cocktail. Thank you.